0: Before we dive into our rad new ep, we want to acknowledge the traditional owners on the land on which we record, the Wurundjeri people. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and to the ongoing living culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. What's up and welcome to the Girls going to Work podcast. I'm Hayley, a recovering awkward person and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Join me and some of the best babes in the biz as we spill the tea on the rad, the bad and the mad reality of running a business. So pop this potty in your ear for your hot girl walk or while you work and enjoy today's episode. What's up, besties? If you're listening to this in real time, it is Wednesday and it's the end of September. Where is the time flown? exciting exciting I love September it's my partner's birthday been away camping I've just seen Wicked the musical in Sydney it was phenomenal I went and saw my sister in Sydney she bought me tickets for my birthday at the start of the year so I was so excited to see that and see her and it's been such a good time nice big long weekend away lots to do lots to catch up on it's exciting I also didn't talk about it on the potty but my business turned three Hallie Helper turned three it's very exciting been getting busier and busier and I'm like learning more and more about myself and more about my business. So it's been an exciting time. And I'm, yeah, super excited to see what the next year for. Holy shivers. How am I about to go into year four in business? Well, I've just gone into year four. I'm in year four. (laughs) Anyway, enough about me. You guys are here for the amazing people I get to interview Honestly, I've said this before, it's just like getting to interview all the people I'm obsessed with. And the Oh My Digital Girls are on the list of people I'm obsessed with and it's just phenomenal. Katie and Hayley just do an amazing job at their business, at their branding. I love everything that they're about. We talk about how they got into their partnership, how they manage it, how they keep their sanity, how they don't hate each other. And how they keep up a really cool brand and I am so excited for you guys to listen. So enjoy today's episode. Hi ladies, I am so excited to have you girls on the putty. I'm obsessed with you guys on TikTok and Insta. You've always got um. your finger on the pulse. And it's definitely targeted to my gen because I like, I was like, nostalgia <laughs> is real, love it.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. We honestly, yeah, we love a good throwback. Yeah. Memes are definitely our jam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the gold. I think that's just what the internet's for is a good meme. <laughs> yeah, love <laughs> So I am excited to be interviewing the both of you and talk all things Oh my digital and the both of you. So give us a bit of a rundown. How did you ladies come together? How did Oh My Digital come together? Like your cheer squad. Tell us all the things.
2: Yeah, well. So I'm Katie. If you hear my voice, this is Katie. And together with Haley, we own O My Digital. So we are a Brisbane-based digital marketing agency and we help brands become best friends for life with their marketing so they can keep their goals. We start. Business because we were actually working together at another agency all the way back in 2016. At the time, like, luckily, it's improved a lot since then, but the digital marketing industry at the time was very different. It was a lot of like smoke and mirrors, it wasn't very transparent. Clients didn't always really know what they were investing in or understand it. So, we just wanted to go out and do our own thing and basically create an agency that made digital marketing easy and accessible and approachable, which is what we do to this day so fast yeah. forward six years later we help businesses at any stage of their journey all the way from solopreneurs they could be like established global brands um just to create a strategy that's realistic for them and actually helps them hit their goals because we believe marketing should be fun we find it yeah. fun to try to make it fun for everyone else as well but yeah. also really effective and get them results as well so that's what we do
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love what was it like something about friendship, like being friends with marketing? Obsessed. That's so true because it's so hard. And like sometimes we know. Like we're being marketed to, but I think it's nice when it's transparent and you kind of know what you're getting yourself into, and like making it fun and easy because it's not always the case.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was a big part of what we wanted for our branding was sort of like taking you back to the times where you know life was more fun and simple and easy, and that's sort of like a part of what our we've sort of brought in with our branding as well as taking you back to a time where marketing is can also be fun and easy and you know all those things.
0: And how did you, so you said that you guys worked together before. So how was it like, were you guys like having a wine one night? Like we don't want to work for anyone else. Let's work
1: together. Is that kind of how it came about or? Yeah. So there were actually four of us originally. So we were working for a marketing agency and one of the girls was approached by a sales guy and he was like, I'm going to go start my own agency. Do you want to come and work for me? And she was like, no thank you and then she yeah. came to me and pulled me aside and was like he pitched me this idea but I actually think we could do it better and I she says, so. do you want to ask the other girls if they'd be interested so I was actually the team manager at the time and Katie yeah. was one of my staff members she'd recently just moved out into a full-time gig she'd previously been my intern so we had a wine night and me and the other girl pitched the ideas to Katie and then one of the other girls and Katie's reaction was like oh I wanted to do this but I didn't know you guys would be interested (laughs) so she was like I'm so on board and we're all on board and the idea was originally that we were going to Leave the agency one by one and then just gradually work into the business full time. But because of the environment that we were at at the agency, it got toxic quite quick. So we weren't yeah. able to do that. So we had to have like a mass exodus with the four of us. So it was like a two week period oh. that we all left. Yeah, it was quite crazy. So we all. Also, it's to like, off to well, well
0: suck it, business. Like you can yeah. even suck. Us.
1: Yeah. We were like, well, if you won't treat us well, we'll just go do our own thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we basically went off and did our own thing. And then two of the girls sort of decided to follow a different career path. They had kind of different ideas for what they wanted the business to be. They kind of wanted it yeah. more of a side hustle, whereas Katie and I saw it more of like a long-term plan. So worked yeah. out well for us in the long run. And yeah, we're still here six and a half years later. That is
0: fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah as well, well, like, like, like considering it wasn't like initially our idea but like yeah. we were the ones who had the long-term vision and we had very similar you know values and values. Very similar hopes yeah Jesus, so yeah
0: yeah I absolutely that's like one of the things I love I mean the list is forever long but I love business so much but the thing I love is like meeting another like crazy dreamer you're like fuck yes like I'm with my people <laughs>
1: yeah right it's just like it's just so wild like it's just yeah we never could have imagined that it would turn out the way it has and it's just been like a wild ride that's for sure Mm.
0: (laughs) yeah yeah starting a business is a roller coaster in itself but starting a partnership is really tough and obviously you guys had people like two other potential partners Mm. how did you know that well I suppose like it's a kind of a double-edged question is like, how did you know the four of you would work together? But then ultimately, how did you know the two of you would be the ones that would be able to make it six years into the future of your biz?
2: I think originally, like we were just such a tight-knit team, like even at work, like everything we would do together, we always had each other's backs, like we would do it together. So I think it would just probably have felt wrong for like only a couple of us to do something on our own. Like it kind of was going to be something we would talk about together. And, you know, at the time, like everyone was keen. So that was just kind of how it went. And like none of us had really ever had businesses before. So we weren't really sitting there being like, will we make good partners Is it going to work? And yeah. doing all of that, we were just really going with the flow and seeing what happened. But, yeah, I think, you know, for two of the girls, they just had other stuff, you know, in their life going mm-hmm. on. That a priority, which is so normal. And it kind of worked well because it was still really, really early days that, yeah. you know, they were going to step off and do other things. So it really didn't like impact the business in any way because it was still yeah. early days at that point. But yeah, I think for both of us, it was just what we really wanted. Like, I think I'm pretty much unemployable um, at this point. Like, <laughs> but it's, you know, Working another nine to five. Yeah, you know, business is hard in its own ways. Like it's just definitely what I wanted to do. So yeah.
0: Yeah, amazing. So what are some of like the like must-haves for a successful partnership like what works for you girls like it's different every partnership is different every business is different what is something or what are the things that work so well for you guys as a duo and as business partners do you do the same things or is it like divide and conquer what does that look like
1: yeah, totally. So we definitely have like shared goals for the business and what mm-hmm. we do really regularly is we actually have a monthly director's meeting where yeah. we go through all the big picture things. We look at like how we're tracking with everything and we set regular goals all the time and we see how we're tracking for those. We have a lot of financial discussions as well to make sure mm-hmm. we're on the same page. Um, not that I understand any of the finances. I'm very <laughs> lucky that Katie <laughs> looks after that part of the business because it ain't yeah. me. I'm not, I'm just like, I'm not a numbers girly. I'm just like, tell me what we got to do and I'll do it. But not working out the math. So we have very similar goals um, and we both knew that we never wanted to work for anyone else again. So knowing Mm -hmm. that, that really helped us. Um, We also had very similar values. So one big thing that we wanted to do when we started the business was that We knew there were a lot of like digital cowboys out there selling businesses, things that they didn't need. And they were just talking a lot of crap, to be honest, about things that didn't exist and selling businesses, things that didn't exist. So we went out there knowing that we wanted to provide a real solution for business owners, that we wanted to be really flexible in our approach and not lock people into contracts and, Mm -hmm. and actually design a agency that worked for business owners, not just trying to extort them like a lot of the agencies do. So for us, having that like similar value system really helped us and kept us aligned. And we do have like a lot of respect for each other as well, which I think we've also developed through having that professional relationship first and building those like boundaries first, which I think really helped having that, you know, that relationship to begin with. Um, But we've also, you know, we've got, sort of really structured ways that we communicate now, which I think has really helped. We didn't really have them necessarily in the early days. And I think we were still sort of finding our feet and figuring things out. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do kind of have like a good way of keeping things a little bit more structured now so that like I'm not bombarding Katie all the time with all of my ideas because I've worked with 50,000 ideas. So we've got like a more structured way of doing things now. So I think that's made things easier. (laughs) But Katie, I think you've probably got some of your own (laughs) ideas. Yeah.
2: (laughs) No, all I was going to add is like, you know, yeah, we've always known the the shared values and the shared goals are like mm-hmm. so important, but I think what we've realized just more recently as well is how I think if you are thinking about going, you know, into partnership with someone, yes, have shared values and shared goals, but it's also going to work best if you have really opposite strengths and weaknesses. Okay. Good. I feel like that's what we have and that is actually probably the third thing that helps us work really well together because I feel like, you know, and this is why some people often struggle when you're running a business on your own is like we all have strengths and weaknesses, like we all have that and I think if you have maybe two people with the same strengths and weaknesses, Mm -hmm. you can really well end up, you know, having a business that's like really amazing in some areas and then, you know, maybe lacking in other areas too. So we're really lucky that we do balance each other in that way. So there's things Haley's really good at that I hate and vice versa. So we actually just like divided our roles even more recently. So we've yeah. really focused on different areas of the business and it's a lot more compartmentalised, which has made things easier for us, but also just yeah. allowed to work to our strengths as well. And I think whether you have a partner in business or not, it's really just like, who are those people you can bring in on your team or that you can hire or you can outsource to that help, I guess, make up for your areas where you're not as strong as well so that you yeah. can a rounded kind of business.
0: Yeah. 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 It's so important. It's so important because you also need to like learn about yourself as well. So it's like you could be triggered by something your partner says and you're like, oh my God, this is a... And you have to like remind yourself, this is a me thing, not a, not a us thing. And the communication is so important, but I I love what you said about strengths and weaknesses because it is true. And like, if you're in a partnership, obviously if you're a solo business owner, you can outsource these things. But I think in a partnership, it is valuable to be able to lean on someone and know that like someone else has their hat on for that Uh finance thing or like that creative thing. You're like, okay, I can relax. I know it's in good hands because it's like someone I obviously wholeheartedly trust (laughs) and also has the eggs in the basket of like caring about how successful the business is and yeah I love that I think I love that you girls knew like kind of going in yes you wanted to start a business but you kind of didn't know what that looked like yet yeah but at the end of the
1: day it was like
0: (laughs) regardless if we don't know what it looks like we are not going back to work for someone else so this is working regardless (laughs)
1: Yeah, we've done a lot of work around, like, you know, we, we, I think the thing that's kind of helped us with our success so far is we've, we've always been able to, move and change as we've needed to so we've been like consistent in the way that we've marketed ourselves in the way that we've conducted our business but we have been flexible in the way that we've worked internally in the way that we've conducted ourselves in the way that we've been able to like work because for us it's been really important as you know our personal lives have changed and as you know we're discovering ourselves more um, I feel like it's been really important that we've been able to do that and I think there's been several times where like we've one of us has been like I hate this, I don't, I yeah. do not like this. And the other one's been like, I actually like that. We've been like, okay, I'll give you this and you give me that. And then yeah. we've just yeah. kind of like reassessed things or we've been like, you know, this really isn't working. Is this something we can outsource? Or, yeah. you know, we have these conversations quite regularly or we'll, you know, we'll go through and do like a big list of like, okay, this is everything I do and this is everything you do. And then we have a look at them when we're like, is there any overlap? Is there anything we can take out? And is there anything, yeah. you know, we can swap? And yeah. I think that's been really important as well as having those conversations that might be a bit difficult in some cases because I know in some partnerships it might be, you know, people might be thinking, oh, you know, you're doing you're not doing as much as me or you're working you're not, you're not yeah. working as many hours as me, but I think we've always been able to communicate things really well and keep that yeah. like, line of communication open really well. And if one of yeah. us is always feeling heavier than the other, we've always been able to be like, Hey, I'm feeling stressed. Can we talk about workloads? Can we talk about what things can be moved around? Like we've always been able to have those conversations without any conflict. So I think that's yeah. been really important for us.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I think that's really powerful. I, I, Going into a partnership, I was talking about this on a earlier episode with Suze Chadwick about like how going into business is like one of the biggest like personal business development tools you'll ever freaking do. And I think a partnership is that, but also a little bit extra because you really have to put your ego aside. And yeah. I kind of like, I, well, I know it's not easy it's sometimes, hard. it's hard. And I think that's a really powerful tool. I think people who do partnerships fucking- hats off like you guys are doing amazing how do you like balance the work-life structure because I I get this from your Instagram and your TikTok and I'm just getting it from you girls now you guys are like besties and I'm like soaking (laughs) it up how do you like balance that as like friendship versus business owners do you have to be like okay I'm talking to you as a friend now I fucking hate that you did that or (laughs) do you like can you separate it like that or is it very like intertwined
1: I'll give my version and then Katie can in case they're different. <laughs> then we'll compare notes. <laughs> but, but from my perspective, I think it's because, to be honest, like we don't hang out that much outside of work. Yeah, so okay. because we talk all the time, like we talk yeah. a lot through the day and then we see each other a lot at social events as well, yeah. we kind of like catch up there so we don't also hang out socially a lot like we do every now like you know birthdays and like yeah things like that but we don't sort of just like hang out and go to coffee together or like yeah casually other than that so I I think that helps us maintain that balance because I think if we were also to do that we'd get sick of each other really fast Yeah. yeah so I think that's kind of helped us like maintain that balance but in terms of like conversation I don't really think there's like a Difference. I think we just yeah. it kind of just like flows, but we'll just switch between. But we kind of yeah. have, so for example, we've got like our Slack channel, it's where we have our conversations about work and that's purely within work hours. And then, you know, after work hours, we might message each other on Messenger and that'll just be like personal. So we don't usually message each other about work stuff outside of work hours or on weekends unless yeah. it's like something Emergent. important, like yeah. unless it's like something's gone wrong or like, you know, there's like yeah. an urgent reason that we need to do that. So we try to like, maintain boundaries that way it hasn't always been like that it's something i've really had to like practice so like i've, I've recently been diagnosed with adhd and that's something yeah. that's definitely not natural for me i have to really yeah. like it's something that, like it, it's actually a skill that i've had to like learn because it's not yeah. natural yeah but in saying that i think it's like something that is really really important and it's made a really big difference to us overall and like even just in terms of burnout and things like that because otherwise yeah. you're just thinking about the business like 24 7 so that's my that's my take. I'll let you Katie <laughs> speak on her yeah. take.
2: Tell no, us. I I would say the same thing. I think it yeah. is a balance thing. Like you can't spend 24-7 together or it would just be like too much. It's like mm. anyone in your life, if you spend way too much time with them, it can be too much. Yeah. So yeah, definitely having that like balance is is really good. And like, yeah, like Hayley said, splitting where we have conversations. So it's like these are work conversations, these are just general. Yeah. You know, my personal conversations, I think, has really helped with that. So, yeah, it generally works pretty well. And I think, as well, like if you are in a partnership where you feel like someone is coming over your boundaries, like don't just blame them. It's actually your responsibility, as well, to actually put those boundaries in place because people can't read your mind. So, yeah. you know, do remember to actually just say, actually, hey, can we have this conversation another time? Or I'm a bit overwhelmed or I'm not feeling great today. Like, can we have this another time or whatever it is? You know, it's your responsibility to sort of put those out there and make those clear. Obviously, if your partner still doesn't respect those, then that's bad. Um, And then that's Mm -hmm. when you have a bigger conversation. But, yeah, it's like it's a two-way street. Just communicate with each other and just be honest with each other. And if you're in business with the right person, that will understand and it'll be fine. So, yeah.
0: That's, that's such a key point. If you're in business with the right person, they'll understand. (laughs) I am about to change the pace, but into kind of more of a marketing question. But before we do, like, is there any other kind of like last minute tips or tricks or like if two friends or I don't know, if two people came to you, slid into the DMs and was like, we're going to start a partnership. What would be something that you would like be like do this first or like this is a really important step like contracts or like I don't know something else
2: (laughs) I would actually almost say this maybe a bit left field but you know when you're picking someone that you're going to start a business with I think it's really easy to get excited about like all the fun things and all the good things that could happen which is obviously great like that's what you're focused on but you also need to be really honest with yourself and think about like what's it going to look like when something really bad happens or what's mm. it going like to when a really difficult situation happens? Like it's just like any relationship in your life, right? Like that's the real test is, yeah. you know, well, with each other and how you work together in the tough times as well. So I think you need to be really honest with yourself. And if it's someone that you don't know what they're like in those situations, I yeah. would really reconsider. You know, like Haley said, it was good for us because we had already worked together in a stressful mm-hmm. environment. And we'd been in stressful situations together and we knew what that was like and how we yeah. had and how we worked together. But I think for a lot of people, if you're just, if it's a friend or even a family member or something, you might not have been through something like that together before. So, yeah, you know, if it's someone that you, you only ever have positive situations with, that's great, but a business won't be like that. So just, yeah, yeah you got to get a bit real and mm. make sure you know how that's going to look. <laughs> yeah.
1: I agree. And I think too, like even being comfortable enough with that person to have hard conversations around long-term goals. I think long-term goals are also really important. So like Katie and I are constantly checking in with each other about things like, you know, in the early days, neither of us wanted a team. Neither of us wanted, you know, there were different things that like, you know, and that was only from, you know, being a bit scarred from past experiences <laughs> yeah. and things like that so like you know but things have changed and things have evolved which is fine but i think just being on the same page with a lot of those big decisions you know do they want to be in the business forever or do they want to get it to a certain point and sell the do they want to travel the world but you're you want a physical location you know yeah. do they want to start a family in the next 12 months and that's going to leave you carrying the brunt of the business or, you know, or do you both want, want to discuss how that's going to work? You know, it's yeah. kind of, it's finding the right person that you can have those conversations, really honest conversations with and be able to like find that compromise. And and because I think in a lot of cases when people don't know each other that but well, and like Katie said, you get really excited in those early stages, you don't have those conversations and you get to that point where it's too late and you realise you've just gone and built this business and that's where things tend to get like quite ugly because people yeah. want different things from the business and it can get messy but I think if you're having those conversations it doesn't need to get to that point
0: you guys could also be like relationship coaches like
1: honestly <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly the same
2: thing it is yeah. it is kind of like a marriage if you think about
1: it yeah I did always say to Katie she like signed her life away to me when she signed up to my intern she just didn't know it yet
0: <laughs> if I leave you. Yeah. it is so powerful it is so right like with any kind of partnership, I'm joking about relationships, but it's true. Like, you have to, like, you can get so excited at the start, and it's like, oh shit, like, how does this person deal with a crisis? How does this person deal with moving? Like, that's always like a big yeah. thing. Oh
1: my God, like, yeah. how,
0: yeah, how-
1: like difficult clients or difficult dispute, yeah. like disputes, dispute resolution. That's a huge thing. How people handle that it can be so <laughs> yeah. different. Like, yeah, things like that.
0: Wow. Yeah, crazy. Well, you guys are doing amazing and I'm so excited for it.
1: Uh, thanks.
0: <laughs> so your, I said this at the start, your brand is so fucking cool. I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. How did you come up with like, oh, my digital, like the brand, the concept, your identity, what's like the secret sauce to like making that stick and like keeping it going for I didn't know you guys were in business for six years. That's one, amazing. And two, amazing that you guys are going so strong and growing and growing and growing. So how did that kind of like come about? And did you know from the start, like this is the brand and this is the feeling or did it kind of like start somewhere and evolved into what it is today?
1: Yeah, totally. So I'll let Katie dig a bit further into it too, but I'll um start with, it was actually started, the whole idea of the branding, it didn't actually start with the brand it is today. So we did yeah. do a massive rebrand in... 2021 2021 yeah. which is the the really pink like yeah. mean girls 90s 2000s vibe that it is today yeah. previously to that we used to kind of do we still did like the the memes and we did like the references and things yeah. like that but it actually all started because at the old agency that we used to work for it was like a running joke that we only spoke in mean girls quotes <laughs> so like people used to say like oh how can you even understand them because all they do is talk in mean girls quotes so it was kind yeah. of like a joke back then that was like our thing uh yeah. so we kind of knew that we lo- loved that sort of stage in our life and again like I said before, it's kind of like we love that it takes you back to a time where things were like easy and simple and fun and you know that takes you back to that like childhood era of everything yeah. being really fun and so if that's where it kind of started from but I'll let I'll let Katie get a little bit further into the the why. <laughs>
2: Yeah. And I would just add like as a fun fact as well, when we first started out, like our branding was a lot more neutral and vanilla. Like we didn't want to use pink as one of our brand colors, believe it or not, because we were like, and this was sort of, you know, a group when it was a wider group as well. We were worried, you know, that's too feminine. Like we got to appeal to everyone, which is like, number one mistake (laughs) (laughs) obviously know better now but you know i think you know that as a marketer but then starting your own business you're like scared of you know you don't want to turn away any possible lead right because you're just starting out also like when you start out you don't always know straight away Mm -hmm. in a service-based business who your ideal client is going to be until you you right and that's how you figure it out so yeah, like Haley said, it's definitely evolved over time as we figured out who that ideal client was. And then in 2021, that's when we really just decided to go all in and really go hard with it. It's yeah. been really good. Like every single time we get an inquiry now, and people, we ask people, you know, what made them, what makes them want to work with us? They always say our brand. Like yeah, Wow. So we're really, really proud of that. And I think going back to your question about like making it stick as well. It's really embedded in every single thing we do. And I know everyone says that and it sounds cliche, but it's so important. Like every single little touch point of our business, like we actually live and breathe our branding mm-hmm. and not just how it looks, but how we make people feel and yeah. our values as well. Like it's it's how we do everything. So rather than having this brand document that just sits there and is a guide, it's more like the brand document reflects the business that we had already kind of created and how we do it. Yeah. So I think that's important too and that is what actually makes it feel real and help people remember it and make it authentic, again, as cheesy as that sounds. But um, that's, I think, what's really made it stand the test of time and be something yeah. people remember and get attached to. So, yeah.
0: I find it crazy that you guys have only just really invested in all the pink because that's why I love
2: you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people knew us like, yeah, I mean, we, we had – our pink in our brand yeah. since 2018 I think. Yeah. But we originally were orange and purple and then and then we were we put our pink in but it was pink. It was mostly pink and blue. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, we completely evolved to like mostly pink, like mostly yeah. Barbie pink and like lolly pink. Yeah. In 2021. So. Mm. You guys must wow. be loving
0: like Barbies like on the rise right now. Cause it's just so easy to find. Stuff. It's, so oh my perfect. God.
1: It's everywhere. I got, we went to the movies and I had to get this amazing Barbie cup, which I'm going to keep forever. Yeah
0: so a, like tax write-off it like fits in the yeah. brand we're going to use that in a photo shoot for yeah, sure
1: exactly <laughs> we've already used it in a reel so yeah.
0: there you go I think that's so powerful as a reminder to like people listening who might still be trying to figure out their brand is that it can evolve one but two yeah. like also making it a bit more authentic to yourself is really important depending on what you do like as a virtual assistant Yes, I can like piece to the masses and be like, I'll take anyone. But it's like at the end of the day, I am solely in someone else's business. So I want them to like come to my Instagram page, go to my website and know exactly who I am, because you're going to have to work with me a lot and you're going to have to like me to an extent.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's that's important. Yeah there's a lot of competition out there. And at the end of the day, people choose who they like. Really? Like There's got there's so many options to choose from. We all have similar reviews. We all, you know, they can look at a bunch of different results and yeah. they all look pretty impressive. So at the end of the day, generally people will choose someone that they like. So yeah. if they don't like our pink branding, then that's okay. Then, hmm. you know, they'll go choose somebody else and that's fine. So yeah. I think that's it. Like, it, you know, you can definitely choose something that will, appeal to everyone but at the end of the day we kind of want someone who's going to be like wow they are my people and that's yeah yeah that's why we wanted to stand out in our space but still be recognizable as us so
0: yeah which i think chef's kiss you guys do that oh, so amazingly
1: thank you. that was all sarah from digital bloom that was her magic oh,
0: amazing <laughs> Shout out to her. It. That's okay, awesome well i could definitely talk business with you girls all day every day So we're going to come to our little rapid fire quickie questions. Both of you, I want like an answer from each of you. Tell me the first thing that comes to mind. What is one piece of advice you would give someone starting a business today, whether that's a normal business or a partnership business?
1: Yeah. So I think mine is don't go into it thinking that you're doing it for like work-life balance. I think a lot of people go in thinking, yeah, it's going to be so good. Like I'm going to go for coffee all day. And like, I know I did. I thought that it was going to be very different to what it was. But I think it can eventually be better work-life balance, but it definitely isn't like that for like the first two years realistically um you've got to work really hard and i know there's a lot of information out there from all these like gurus that have made it overnight but a lot of the time that's not really the case unless they got lucky or they had good connections so i think just having like a really realistic and like healthy mindset when you go in realizing that it might be a bit of work but as long as you're doing something that you really love it is totally worth it and it will pay off in the end
0: yeah i love that what about you katie
2: I would probably say be really honest with yourself about why you're doing it what Mm -hmm. you want and also like what your deal breakers are so write that down and then in a few years time or whenever when things are hard or you're going through a stressful time you can come back to that and just remind yourself and come back to that and know what you need to do next
0: yeah start like my business just recently turned three and like year one, I was like, this is going to be so fun. Year three, I'm like, fuck, this is the hardest it's ever been. And it's like, a kind of like a rollercoaster, like get over yeah. this hump because now I'm like at a stage where it's like, okay, it's level up time or I stay the same. So I'm like in this process of leveling up and be like, okay, let's be realistic. What do I need to learn and change and do to like, like you said, create more of a like work-life balance or like do different things or it's like, look at your business and be like. Is this is what I wanted.
2: <laughs> yeah. I I literally made a TikTok about this yesterday
1: about how the first year is not the hardest. Oh, yes. the second and the third year, I feel, is the hardest.
0: I think I, I feel like it's just like every
1: year time. is a new challenge. Okay. Like it's not yeah. necessarily like it doesn't necessarily get easier. It just, it, there's just like different challenges. Like it's like there's different, some things are definitely easier, but there's just like new things that you've got to learn to deal with. But yeah, definitely. Still, if you're doing something you love, then it's worth it. So, and you're not working for anyone else. So.
0: Agreed. Agreed. So what is the raddest or the best thing about running a business?
1: I think it's the community, to be honest. I feel like having this amazing community of people that we get to meet, we get to meet these like amazing people all over Australia. We've got so many new friends that are all in the same boat that you can talk to about your problems and that just really understand. Uh, For me, I think that's, that's the thing that's really special. And then also being able to work with businesses all around mm, the world and Australia right. as well. Yeah. I think that's really exciting too. So that's
2: it. I would definitely say the community too and then say something different. Mm-hmm. I would add to that. Like it's, it's not necessarily, yeah, I think a lot of people think when you have your own business you would barely ever have to work and that's definitely not the case. You probably work way more. But we do have the flexibility. So sometimes you might work weekends, you might work huge days. But you know, if my nieces and nephews are going to movie world and they want me to come, like I can just go and do that most of the time. So yeah, yeah, having the flexibility is is good as well. Yeah. And what's the baddest or the worst
0: thing about running a business?
2: My baddest thing would be, I think, just the fact that you are responsible for everything Mm -hmm. and never goes away. You can't just quit. I mean, you can, but it's a process and you probably don't want to, you know, you can't just walk away. It's not like a job. It's not like you just leave at the end of the day and it's over. That's probably mine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think probably just the stress, like it's a different kind of stress. It's like the financial burden, especially when you've got team members to look after as well. I think that's like a different kind of stress. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. And what is the matter? So that's like good, bad, ugly, mind-blowing thing about running a business.
2: I think probably mind-blowing and usually a good thing is just like getting to make decisions. Yeah. So on the flip side of what I just said, yes, you are responsible for everything, but also getting to make those decisions where you can just be like, I want to be doing this. I don't want to be doing this. Um, Having that power to be able to do that is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's the same thing for me, to be honest. The fact that I've just been able to, like, completely change my role, that we've been able to just, like, completely change the way we do things every day to move towards, like, better mental health, you know, stability in my life and that kind of thing. And that's been something that we've just been able to do and it's worked for both of us. And I think that's something that's really cool that you wouldn't be able to do if you were working in a normal job.
0: Right. It's so crazy. Like, you could wake up tomorrow and be like, I think, like, I want to start an X thing or like, I want to do this. And you're like, I could just fucking do that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I remember we used to offer like websites, like we used to build websites for people. And I remember one day just saying to Katie, like, I hate this so much. And she was like the same. And we were like, cool, let's never do it again. So we literally just like stopped offering it. And we were like, oh, never again. Yeah. It's just like the fact
2: that we can just do that. Very
0: good. Amazing. So last question, shameless plug, anything coming up, anything you want to just tell us about? I'll put all your links in our show notes, but anything you want to shamelessly plug?
2: Probably. I think what we're most excited about if we're going to chat new things that are available, we've just updated our marketing playbooks that we have on offer. We do offer full digital marketing playbooks, which is a 12 month marketing strategy for your business. They are absolutely amazing. The feedback we always get from clients is that it just gives them so much clarity. They know exactly what they need to do and it really takes the overwhelm away. Mm-hmm. We have offered those forever, but we do also have a more specialist version now, one that just focuses on your social media and one that yeah. just focuses on giving you an email strategy. So mm-hmm. if that's something you need help with, um, we can help with that. Otherwise, if you're a business owner who's just starting out, we also have our All Stars course, which okay. basically teaches you absolutely everything you need to know to do your own marketing and really empowers you even if you do want to outsource it one day so that you know exactly what you're getting and you understand it all and you can actually build your marketing from scratch because we know there's a lot of businesses owners out there that are trying different things and mm-hmm. not working because they just don't have that consistent strategy they don't have their branding they don't have their point of difference yeah foundational stuff so we are really excited about our All-Stars course as well. That gives you all of that um, so you can do it successfully even if you are DIYing. So, yeah. yeah. Amazing. I love <laughs> that.
0: I'm obsessed.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, ladies, thank you so much for your time. I have gotten so much out of this episode and I know our listeners will as well. So, yeah, thank you again for being here. Thank you
2: thank so you. much for having us. We loved
0: it. <laughs> And that's a wrap, bestie. As always, I've loved being in your ears, sharing the highs and lows of running a business. If you want to keep the party going, come and join us on Instagram and TikTok at Girls Gonna Work Podcast. We are a small business, so if you're feeling extra kind, I would love it if you could like and subscribe to the platform of your choice and leave a review on Apple Podcast. This podcast was produced by the amazing team
2: at Good Chat Media, so give them a follow if you loved the app. Thanks.